I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my Substack at rabbishnewes.substack.com and on my blog, kolhasridim.blogspot.com, on November 25th, 2022, entitled, Toldos, Does God Judge Our Prayers Based on Our Parents? Breshis 25.21 states, Yitzchak entreated Hashem on behalf of his wife because she was barren. Although the Pasuk makes it sound like Yitzchak was the only one who prayed, Rashi there clarifies that he was joined in tefillah by Rivka. Quote, he stood in one corner and prayed while she stood in another corner and prayed, end quote. Why then does the puzzle go on to say, Hashem answered him and Rivka conceived? Shouldn't it have said them? The Gemara answers by deriving a principle, quote, the tefillah of a tzaddik ben tzaddik, a righteous offspring of a righteous parent, cannot be compared to the tefillah of a tzaddik ben rasha, a righteous offspring of an evil parent, end quote. And that's a Gemara in Yuvamos 64a. Yitzchak and Rivka were both tzaddikim, but the Pasuk tells us that Hashem responded to Yitzchak because his father was the righteous Avram Avinu, whereas Rivka's was the wicked Besuel. This is problematic. Why should parentage have an impact on whether one's tefillah is answered? To the contrary, David HaMelech teaches us in Ashrei, Tehillim 145.18, that Hashem is close to all who call him, to all who call him in truth. Chazal in Sanhedrin 106b teach us that the merciful one desires the heart. If Yitzchak and Rivka were both tzaddikim and both engaged in sincere tefillah, why should the righteousness or wickedness of their respective fathers matter? This principle shows up in halacha as well. The Shulchan Aruch in Orach Chaim Simen Nun Gimel lists the criteria that are taken into consideration when appointing a shatz, that is, the official shliach tzibor, a communal representative who leads the congregational prayers. Some of these criteria pertain to the candidate's perfection, his righteousness, his wisdom, his humility— other criteria are based on perceptions, his reputation, his voice, his appearance. The Bach in on uh, the tour Orachim Nun Gimel Gimel infers from our Gemara that if two people are equally fit to serve as the shots, it is preferable to appoint the one who has Yichus, a superior family pedigree, over the one who lacks Yichus. The Taz in Orachim 53.3 disagrees and maintains that in a tiebreaker situation, we should appoint the shots from an inferior family because, all things being equal, Quote, it is better to draw near this person from an undistinguished family in order to bring this offspring closer to the Shechina, the Divine Presence. As it is stated in Yeshayahu 57.11, peace, peace to the far and the near, end quote. In order to make sense of the Gemara in Yuvamos and explain the disagreement between the Bach and the Taz, I feel that it is necessary to make a daring move. When the Gemara says the tefillah of a tzaddik ben tzaddik cannot be compared to that of a tzaddik ben rasha, it is not speaking about the likelihood of the tefillah being answered. Hashem is close to all who call him, to all who call him in truth, full stop. Rather, the tefillah of a tzaddik ben tzaddik is superior for extrinsic reasons because of how it is perceived. Indeed, when the Gemara asserts the superiority of Yitzchak's tefillah, Rashi there does not say, quote, therefore Hashem answered him instead of Rivka, end quote, but rather, Rashi writes, quote, therefore the Pasuk ascribes the answering to him, end quote. In other words, the tefillahs of Yitzchak and Rivka were equally effective, but the Torah assigns the credit to Yitzchak. If the Torah had said Hashem answered her, we would focus on Rivka alone, as we do when we read about Hannah's tefillah. 
If it had said Hashem answered them, we'd focus on their plight as a couple. But when the Torah says Hashem answered him, it frames the answering of Yitzchak's tefillah as a furtherance of the legacy of righteousness initiated by his righteous father, Avraham. Likewise, the Yichus of the Shatz has no bearing on the likelihood of his tefillah being answered. Rather, the disagreement is about which Mida of HaKadosh Baruch Hu we seek to reflect via our appointment of this candidate as Shatz. According to the Bach, we appoint a Tzadik bin Tzadik to highlight Hashem's support of righteous legacies. As it says in Tehillim 100, Pasuk 5, Hashem is good, forever is his kindness, and his faithfulness is from generation to generation. According to the Taz, we convey the idea that Hashem seeks, quote, peace, peace for the far and the near, end quote, by appointing someone from a distant family and drawing him close to the Shekhinah. Regardless of whether this explanation is correct, I believe its methodology is sound. When faced with a perplexing midrash about tefillah, we should not discard our fundamental understanding of how tefillah works in order to explain it. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewos at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.